We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you unique and exquisite human being. I'm so honored to be spending some energy and some time with you today. It's a little cold outside and have my fireplace on. I'm feeling very warm and comfortable inside of myself and so honored to be spending time with you. So today I want to tell you a little bit about what Journey to Center means and how this show came into being. It was about eight years ago and I had just done an interview with the president of Empower, Brent Carey, and it was a lovely experience. We were talking about my book, Manifesting Love from the Inside Out. And he called me a day later and said, you know, that was a really great interview. And I was honored because I'd been very, very nervous about doing the interview. And he said, you know, I'd like to offer you an opportunity to have your own show. And my mouth went dry, my stomach dropped, and I, I felt like I was going to faint. <laughs> it really freaked me out. And my knee-jerk response to this um, wonderful invitation was, mm, no, thank you. <laughs> and he goes, well, why don't you think about it? And I said, okay, well, I can do that, and uh, I'll be back in touch. So I had mentioned to my husband that this uh, offer had uh, come about. And he goes, this is amazing. This is wonderful. Congratulations. It's just what you've been waiting for. And I said, no, it's not what I've been waiting for. What are you talking about? And he said, well, you had just said you're waiting for a platform or an opportunity to um, broaden your reach and to reach a larger audience. And I said, well, this isn't what I wanted or expected. He goes, well, I think you need to think about it and say yes. So I actually sat down and meditated about it and really considered why my knee-jerk response was no. And it was fear. So was the no a no because it wasn't a fit or was it just because I was scared spitless and didn't feel I was worthy or prepared? And it was definitely the latter. So sometimes I think, you know, we do need to check in. We need to honor ourselves. Is something a fit or is it not? And if we're saying no, is it because we're being asked to stretch out of our comfort zone or it just doesn't resonate? So definitely it was that I was being asked to stretch out of my comfort zone. So then I realized I was going to have to find a way to make this work for me. So I called a friend of mine that had actually introduced me to Brent, and I, I asked her if she would possibly consider producing the show for me. If I was doing it with her for a while, just to get my land legs, um, perhaps it would make it more joyful and less scary, more palatable. And she said yes. So the first few shows were just done with Rosemary and myself, Rosemary Sneringer, the book nurturer. And we had some wonderful conversations. And I found that it wasn't as scary as I had thought it would be. And now that I've been doing this show about eight and a half years, it's not scary at all. It's just a joy and a pleasure and a privilege and an honor. And I'm so grateful that Brent asked. And I'm so grateful I had the courage to say yes and put my toe in the water. And that really is what it is about sometimes is we want to expand. And so many of us say we want 
to ascend or expand. And we want more than what we have in our lives, but it really does take the quality of courage to do that. So um, something that I found to be so helpful is to break things down into bite-sized pieces. Because if things are so um, overwhelming, it can paralyze us. When we try to take too big of a step or too big of a leap, it can um, really prevent us from doing anything. And then things can't change. So if we can just break it down into little pieces, it makes it um, less scary to start to step up and expand. It's sort of like if you imagine playing a game of ring toss and you want to throw a ring 25 feet across the room for it to land on the little spindle, it's probably not going to happen. And if it does, it's not going to happen consistently. So if we can move closer to that ring, say like three feet, and you just throw one ring after another, it's not a big stretch. It's easy to do. And you can be really consistent with your wins, your small wins. This increases one's confidence and it makes it more joyful. It makes it more fun. And it creates a solid foundation for us to continue to create those wins for ourselves. And then what we find is that fear doesn't have that stranglehold on us any longer. We can start to continue to um, stretch to move, to um, expand, to take steps in the direction of success. So courage is such an important piece of the puzzle. And what this does for us also um, is dismantles fear. You know, if you're, you're familiar with Course in Miracles, there's two things going on, fear and love. And the more fear we carry, the less joyful life is going to be the less success we're met with. So we can start dismantling the fear by taking these little steps that again, cultivate confidence and start to um, support us in really trusting ourselves and the process of life. And what I've found is as I've started to um, navigate in this way in my life, fear doesn't slow me down. It's not a big player in my life anymore. And eventually we get to the altitude if we do this for long enough that we can look back and go, what was I really afraid of in the first place? What was I afraid of if I said yes to the radio show right away? Why was that such a foreign possibility? Maybe it would be bad. My show would be bad. Would people laugh? Would people not like me? Well, eventually when we get to the place of having the confidence in ourselves, it's okay. It's okay to trip. It's okay to fall. It's okay if people don't like us. And we don't take things personally if they don't. And it, it's such a liberating feeling. It really is freedom. We're able to um, enjoy the experience of being ourselves and creating in our lives without worrying so much about what other people think. And if we make a mistake, we can be lighter with ourselves. We can be more unconditionally loving with ourselves we can enjoy the process of life. We can expand into the beings we were always destined to be. And it really is a joy. It is heaven on earth. It's living a life of love, creativity, celebration. And I think 
all of us want that. And all of us can have that if we can start saying yes more and not letting fear stop us. So I hope you're saying yes more to yourself. And if things are scary, just take that moment and check in with yourself and say, how can I honor myself through this process? How can I take a small step in the right direction or a bite-sized piece towards my goals? And when we can do this for ourselves, things can start to really shift. The way we move in our lives can start to shift. And we are met with grace. We're met with divine support. I think there's billions of angels that want to help us and support us. But if we're paralyzed with fear, they can't come in and just pick us up and carry us. We have to crack open the door of possibility and relationship with something greater. And when we do, it is there for us. We are not meant to do this alone. So it certainly does make things more fun and more joyful and more graceful and more easy. So when Brent asked me to do this show, I said, what do you want me to do it about? And he goes, whatever you want. And what should I call it? Whatever you want. So I meditated about that. And what came forward for me clearly was the name Journey to Center. So what does that mean to me? Well, I'm a mandala artist and what being centered means is being in the very middle of the mandala, the very center of the mandala, the jewel, the center point. It's being in like the eye of the storm. When I'm centered, it is being aligned and congruent in body, mind, and spirit, aligned with my creator. And what I envision is my inner child being on my lap and God, I'm being held on God's lap a place of being very safe, being held, being peaceful, being grounded, being aligned. Because, you know, the deal on planet Earth is there's going to be weather, there's going to be storms, there's going to be chaos, there's going to be craziness. But if we are centered in our hearts and aligned with our soul and our inner child feels safe and seen, heard and supported, we can witness the chaos and the craziness. We can perceive the storms without being beat up by them. And this is such a blessing when we can do this. I've found as I live more from center in this peaceful place, I'm told that I bring about a sense of peace to others. So not only do I feel good, I can influence my environment and support others in living more aligned and peaceful and congruent. And that is an incredible blessing. You know, years ago, I would read about Mother Teresa, the Dalai Lama, and how their presence could affect and influence um, audiences. They could walk in a room and things would shift without them saying a word. And I would think to myself, gosh, I I hope to be like that one day. That's what I want to be when I grow up. I want to be a peaceful influence, an uplifting influence, not because of what I say or do, but because of who I am. And now um, on occasion, I'll get that feedback. It's like, wow, Tammy, you have such a peaceful presence about you. So as we take responsibility for this work, as we take that time to journey to center, we can be the change we want to see 
in the world. So again, how can we start to build this muscle? How can we start to really live from that centered and aligned state? Meditation is definitely a part of it. Intention and meditation. So for me, it started with intention. I want to be peaceful. I want to be that peaceful presence in the world. And so I think writing things down is very helpful. I think I wrote an ideal scene down. What would this look like? What would this feel like? And writing things down is actually the greatest predictor for success. So I, I considered what would it be like to be that peaceful presence? I wrote it down. And then an ideal scene, it's very, it's it's a very cool practice. In the center of a piece of paper, you write, I am, or you can put down an image. I like to use a heart. You can cut out a, something that you like from a magazine or print something out that you think represents you in your peaceful, authentically empowered state. Put it in the center of a piece of paper. And then from that, draw a bunch of lines like spokes off a wheel on each one of these lines. Write down qualities or characteristics you would like to embody. I'm feeling calm and aligned. I'm bringing peace to others. I'm a joyful presence. I'm feeling intuitive. I'm a magnet for magic miracles and money. Really claim the things that you want for yourself. And then at the bottom, this is such an important piece of the puzzle, this or something better for the highest good of all concerned. Once you do this, you can start to live into this. And again, getting into the feeling state. Imagine what it would like and then get into the feeling state. Spend some time in meditation in that place. And I think that really gives this whole thing roots in physical world reality. Something I saw clearly when I was meditating, if the roots go deep, the branches will go high. I think so often people want to manifest the out there. They want to manifest the job, the relationship, the money. And it's, it's wonderful to have those kinds of goals. But I found as I really work on the roots, the branches and the fruit show up with grace and ease. It shows up naturally without a lot of efforting from the beingness, the doingness happens from being grounded and centered and aligned, the grace, the ease, the goals, the success follow. I love this saying from science of mind, treat and move your feet, do the inner work and then take the action steps. I think so often we're busy moving our feet and we're trying to make things happen. We're trying to manifest from the outside in. And it's not as effective. For me, it wasn't effective at all. It's a more masculine posture in the world. But I have found as I do the inner work, as I ground myself, as I take care of my relationship with the divine and take care of my inner child, the doingness happens second nature. And the manifesting occurs with a lot more grace, with a lot more ease and divine support and synchronicity. So again, if we take responsibility for our inner reality, our outer reality will reflect that back to us because our lives are really just a mirror of our inner state. 
So instead of dancing for the mirror and trying to um, make the mirror look a certain way, if we take responsibility for our inner reality, the reflection of the mirror simply is feedback of where we're at. And again, for me, life is a lot more fulfilling and joyful from this posture and perspective. So there was um, a story that I read recently that kind of um, goes back to the journey to center theme. There was a student who was studying with a master and he says to the master, you never leave center. You're always just so grounded and aligned and centered. And the master says to him, I do leave center. I just get back more quickly than most. So even if this is our intention to live centered and aligned and grounded, things are going to come up that, that maybe knock us out of balance. But we remember to breathe. We remember to come back. We remember and we take responsibility for ourselves, the ability to respond. And maybe we breathe and we meditate and we check in with our inner child. So often, if we're feeling highly emotional or really upset, it's because our inner child is flailing. So if we can have the presence of mind to just take some easy breaths and ground ourselves and just ask, our inner child, how are you? There's never been a time where I've not felt good and been flailing energetically or emotionally and checked in with my inner child and have them say, no, I'm fine. They've never been okay. So as soon as I take care of their needs and let them know that I'm listening, I'm here for you. What is it you need from me? As soon as they're okay, I start to feel better. It's like being the parent or loving caretaker of a child, except for the child is us. So anytime we're feeling highly emotional or maybe out of proportion for what's going on, there's a line of energy or woundedness going back to an earlier time in our life. So if you, again, it's just remembering the simple, simple things. Journeying to center is really a simple, simple process. If we just remember to do it, it's a practice. So anytime you're feeling not grounded or highly emotional, if you just ask your inner child, how are you doing? What is it you need from me? And just really listen without any agenda or trying to make up a story. Information can bubble up from within. And typically what the inner child wants more than anything is just for us to be present, to listen. And as we do this, it's almost like a wave of relaxation can wash over us. That inner child is back on our lap, feeling safe, feeling supported. And that can really shift our physiology. It can really shift what goes on with our parasympathetic nervous system so that we're feeling more peaceful and grounded. And then the second part again is connecting with our higher self and source. Holding the inner child and being held by that something greater. And when we can do that, it really is the catalyst for grace and ease and miracles. You know, so often I get attached to certain outcomes. There was a, a situation recently where I was um, sitting with an electrician and he was working on a light fixture in 
um, my home in Las Vegas. And I was very attached to this light fixture working. It was a chandelier. It was called a fandelier, that invisible fan blades. And it was really, really beautiful. And he's like, you know, something's wrong with it. The holes aren't lining up. I can't seem to make this work. And, and I was getting really anxious and angry. And it's like, I didn't know if I was going to be able to return it. I didn't think I was going to be able to. And I just went, you know what? I'm really getting out of proportionally upset about this light fixture. I need to come back to center. I need to relax. So I took a deep breath and I talked to my inner child. And she's like, I really like this chandelier. I said, I know if it's not this, it'll be something else. It's going to be okay. And then I invited spirit in for the highest good of all concern, not knowing what that was. And it was, it was so bizarre. About 30 seconds later, the electrician goes, I have an idea. I think I can make this work. <laughs> and he did. And it worked. But it seemed as, as I was in my attachment, my anxiety, nothing was working. As soon as I put it in the God box, relaxed, got grounded and centered, he tapped into his intuition. And we came up with a solution. And it worked perfectly. So it made me laugh. And it made me remember. Again, it's just remembering and reminding ourselves just keep coming back to center. And my intention is to remember this sooner, more quickly, as soon as I go into discomfort, check in with the inner child, check in with the higher self, and let myself just relax and trust the process. Because the truest truth is that you are so loved. God wants to support you. The angels want to help you. You are safe. You are adored. You are protected. But it's so important for you to be able to believe that. And if you don't believe it, at least open your mind to the possibility and start playing with this notion. Start to um, consider what that would feel like. Because what I know for sure is that each and every single one of us is made, created with the primary ingredient of love. We're all immensely worthy. We're all divine and royal heirs to the universe. But some people know it and some people don't. And the more we struggle to believe it, the harder our lives are going to be and feel. So we have to open our mind to the possibility, you know what, maybe I am loved. Maybe I am important. Maybe I am adored. So it, open, it opens our minds. It starts with an intellectual possibility. And the more we play with it, the more it can show up in our lives. And then eventually it kind of starts to sink down into our emotional realms and into our hearts and starts to, um, we start to ground ourselves in this knowingness. So I'm utterly confident in this at this point in my life that I am adored and supported. And my life is a manifestation of miracles on almost daily basis. And it wasn't always this way, but it was. It is because my life works so well because I do know I'm loved. And I want you to know that too. You are unique and exquisite in all of the universes. Never created before and never again. You are the embodiment of the divine. And to be able to know that and celebrate that, to be able to create from that sense of aligned, centered, safety to release your fear and relax into that place of congruent connection 
that's when life can start to show up in a way that is blessed and graceful and joyful. And if you're challenged with this, this is exactly why I create guided meditations to support you in going to that sweet, safe, sacred space within to relax that anxiety and go into the deeper alpha theta states where you can be nurtured from the inside out, where you can be healed, where you can relax into your authentic shape. So life can show up in a way that is more supportive and more friendly and more kind. I want that for you so much. It's such a relief. And I know what it feels like to hurt. And I know what the terrain looks like on the way to healing. And my, my intention is to be support for you, to be a touchstone and to be a guiding light. That is my prayer. That is my intention. That is my desire, my heartfelt desire. And I really do invite you to be in touch with me. I love hearing from my friends. Talk to me on Facebook. You can email me at TammyBPhD at gmail.com. Go to my website, get my free guided meditation and ebook. And just know that I adore you. I adore you. And I'm so honored to be on this path with you. And I'm so happy that you've allowed me to be a part of your day. You're a blessing in my life. You're a blessing to this planet. You are my soul sibling. And I want to continue dancing with you. So be in touch, TammyBPhD.com. I'd love to see you on Facebook, Instagram, in my inbox, on my Gmail account. And just know that you are in my heart, meditations and prayers. God bless you. Onward and upward. Take good care of yourself. Bye for now. 